welcome to the Center and the Saint. I'm Elizabeth. And I'm Allison Kane. I'm feeling very feisty and aggressive today. <laughs> I only laugh because I feel like you say that every week. Oh, dang it, do I? <laughs> or huh. we do. Maybe it's because the traffic to get here, because I live in my own little world, right? Uh-huh. Over in Apex, and I don't have to oh. get on 440. Maybe that's the problem. Okay, I will say. Okay. That I was, I'm not on the Beltline very much because I take the little back roads. Yes. To get everywhere I need to go around here. For real. But I had to get on the Beltline the other day. Yeah. And I mean to tell you, I just between here and four exits, four mile, maybe five, up the Beltline, there were so many angry, aggressive people. I, I like was, I was angry. <laughs> Yes. I was like, why can't you just slow down? Why do you have to be in a hurry? Nobody's going anywhere. Like, they were, like, revving their motors behind me. I literally couldn't go anywhere. There's a car in front of me. Yeah. Like, where do you want to go? Zoom, 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 zoom. People are just fit to be tied, man. You know what I mean? I totally know what you mean. So, that probably wasn't me on the Beltline because I only get on the Beltline to come to your house. Um, But I just, the whole day, I just feel like, People are coming at me from every direction between my phone dinging and emails and, you know, text messages, notifications, so much pressure. I just want to run away. Yes. Ooh. Can we run away? Well, we can from some things. Let's do it. Let's do it. But that is such a great segue into what we wanted to talk about today. We didn't even try. Are we talking about running away? Yes. Yes. (laughs) I love it. I already feel better. (laughs) <laughs> well, uh, so I was in First Chronicles 28, and there was this really cool verse, um, and it was talking about, you know, Solomon, my son, blah, 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 serve God, serve him with a whole heart and eager mind. I don't mean to blah, blah, blah the Bible. But you I'm did, trying to though, get, girl. You but, did. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get to that good part, right? Because it's like verses 9 through 12, but we don't have time for all that. It says, if you seek him, oh, for God examines every heart and sees through every motive. If you seek him, he'll make sure you find him. But if you abandon him, he'll leave you for good. Look sharp now. I loved that because um, what came out of that for me was so often we are playing this hide and seek game with God. Okay. And instead, what if we switch that playing game mentality into an acceptance of an invitation and we would seek and find him instead instead of the hide and seek let's seek and find so you're gonna have to break down what hide and seek with god looks like okay so we hide and we do our own thing right until I mean, I guess we're not literally hiding, but we're kind of ignoring. So we are hiding from him. It's like, we're hiding oh, our head in the I know, sand. <laughs> right. I know that you're telling me to do this, but I'm going to do this instead, this other thing instead. And we do that until it doesn't work or it stops working or gets us in over our heads. And then we switch to seek mode, right? Then we look to God. We look to him in our trouble and our mess and he steadies the course for us and we get all comfortable again. And that can lead to us more hiding and doing our own thing and I was just wondering like is that out of fear selfishness shame I don't know but what if we shifted 
our method of approaching God from hide and seek to seek and find, where we're always seeking Him, never hiding, always trusting, you know, with our whole hearts and mind, and just eager to find Him and passionate about a quest to seek Him. So I think that we don't want to seek Him because we know that He's going to have something for us to do. And we say with our (laughs) mouth that we want to follow God, but we really don't because it's inconvenient. And sometimes (laughs) it's hard. And it's not as glamorous as we think it's going to be. And so then we just pretend we didn't hear that. Yes. (laughs) Yes. I mean, I think about this in a lot of different places in my own life, like a calling, you know, like when he's calling you to do something, um, you know, whether it's just in one moment or in a whole ministry, whatever that looks like. And there's times where it's like, I want to hightail it like Jonah, like plug my fingers in my ears and la, 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 la. No ah, way, man. I just said that Sunday. Yes. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> I am. Like, I, I heard you, but uh-uh. Out loud, I said, okay, I just want you to know that I'm making notes, but I have no intention of doing this. <gasps> oh, dang. Out loud. Oh. Because okay. I was tired. Yeah, and he can take it. Right. I'm like, I just, this is really ridiculous. No. <laughs> but I'm making notes. <laughs> Well, I mean, and forgiveness can look a lot like that, you know, like the emotions that we go through, going back to heal certain things in our life. And it's like, uh uh-uh, I do not even want to go back and look under the covers of that situation. Let's just leave that pretty bedspread on it. You know, it's so funny because we're renovating a bathroom. Oh. I don't know if this pertains, but, you know, we expect this from me. And... (laughs) You always think like, oh, just think how great that bathroom redo was. Like Chip and Joanna Gaines, they just tell you what they're going to do. And then they draw a pretty picture and then there it is. Mm. And so you assume that that's what it's going to be like. But no, I came home. There's plywood on the floor for yeah. who knows how long. It's ugly. It's dirty. It's stinky sometimes. And so. Man, and that sheetrock dust. Yeah. Gets into every nook and cranny in a house and so then you're like sitting here going i don't want to do this anymore which is kind of how you feel when you like say oh i want i really want true for god i want to really truly release that i don't want to be bothered by that anymore (laughs) i think that's a great analogy (laughs) because so many times in the middle of a renovation i've been like you know what I wish we'd never done this. And the end product is amazing. And you know it's coming, but in the thick of it, when you're like wiping the floor and the and the dust is just kind of making mud puddles instead. Ugh, and, yeah. you know, everything's a mess and there's plastic hanging and there's, you know, you step on a rusty nail and have to get a techno shot. Like, I don't even know. <laughs> like, there's a lot, right? But in the end, it is always worth it. I heard this really great story um, about a woman who was going to volunteer for this long-term mission project. I mean, it was like months, you know. And the lady, uh, or man, somebody wanted to interview her. And she was like, oh, I'm so excited, blah, blah, blah. And this is my life, and this is my story. And she said, the first question they asked me was, we are so excited that, you know, you're interested in doing this. But we want to know, are you running away from something or are you running to something? Oh, dang. That's so deep. Like, that's like layers of 
Wow. Yeah. So if you just listened to that and you, um, I don't know, got distracted or that question was not impactful, rewind it like 20 seconds. (laughs) Or let's just ask it again. Right. (laughs) Are you running away from something or are you running to something? I'm always running away from something. Mm. Story of my life. I'm good. Nah, I'm good. I'm going to go over here and be real busy. (laughs) (laughs) I think that's such a natural tendency. Yeah. I feel... This is a complicated question for me. I think my whole life, I... Or for much of my life, I didn't realize that I was... I don't think I was running from something, which is so interesting. I was sitting still. But I was under the covers. <laughs> so you were like, I was just pretending. You're like the little kid. It's like, la, 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 la. You can't see me. You can't see me. Yeah. <laughs> if I close my eyes. Yeah. It's like when the little guy plays hide and seek, he closes his eyes and assume he's hidden. Yeah. It's like when I'm walking Gypsy. And y'all, if you follow us on social media, you all know who Gy- what Gypsy looks like. When she is, she was attacked in a dog park several years ago. So she's terrified of everything, even her own shadow. But when I take her on a walk. And another dog is coming up and approaching she freezes and she just stands still and she won't move and she, it's it's as if she's thinking if i stand really still like a statue they won't notice me that's what the deer do maybe yes. gypsy was a deer in another life <laughs> <laughs> she was something but um anyway the, i think that's what my life looked like which is really the same thing it's the hiding yes. it's the running or the hiding and then sometimes we don't even realize that we're doing it I think with an action like running it may be more obvious I don't know is it like the hiding didn't seem as obvious to me and it's taken like a few big catastrophic things in my life you know like the death of my dad and things like that to realize wow this was always sitting right there let's figure this out yeah I don't know I don't, I think, I mean, running is more exhausting because you're always like, I'm not going to deal with that. I'm going to go over here and make noise over here. Right. Right. (laughs) And so subconsciously I'm still dealing with it, but I have it so covered up in layers. I don't know. I think hiding can be just as exhausting. Yeah. I think we have our different uh, hmm. Coping mechanisms, right? Right. I mean, like... Mine used to be busyness. Mm -hmm. And then I stopped doing that. I figured out how not to be busy and to run to the Lord. But then when I had run, when I ran to the Lord, I realized that there were still some things, or maybe it was in the stillness with the Lord and the running to Him, that He was able to pull off some blankets of things, you know, of sadness and Uh and things like that and disappointments that I hadn't noticed before because I was so busy. Mm, Wow. If you're a counselor listening to this, I'm sure you're having a heyday. (laughs) (laughs) We don't need your number. Trust me. (laughs) Yeah, we do not need your number. Um, I think this would be a great challenge for our listeners this week is to take some time to consider how you are approaching some of these things in your life. Really take time to sit with yourself and with the Lord and think through, am I running? Am I hiding? 
And how do I flip that narrative back to seeking and finding God? Because I just loved how powerful that scripture was when it said, if you seek him, he'll make sure you find him. Yeah. And also, I think you have to be honest with yourself if you really are seeking him or if you like the idea of seeking him because those are different things it's true and you do have to be willing to yeah face the facts right (laughs) we're gonna go more into that kind of next episode about um you know either either you're really doing it or you're just like the idea of it right Uh uh-huh okay that's right (laughs) (laughs) so it is interesting because when i do spend time with god Y'all, if you really want to hear him, he's telling you things, but they're probably things you don't want to hear. <laughs> That's when you know it's God. Right? <laughs> when you're like, uh-uh, I don't like that idea. No, that does not feel good. <laughs> but also, if you, know, if you constantly are feeling like, oh yeah, you've arrived, you've done a great job, you don't need to do any more hard work, yes, you are totally healed from that, Yes, you're on the perfect path. There's nothing in your way. That's probably not God because Mm. (laughs) there's just another layer, right? That's right. And I mean, let's face it. While we're living in this flesh, there's always going to be another layer. Yeah. I mean. Allison and I were just talking when I showed up today to record and I was just venting my frustrations. And uh, she said, well, I noticed that you are what everybody's I I become everybody's right hand person so Mm -hmm. I'm capable okay go-to girl I'm the go-to girl and I can get things done and I make them happen and most of the time I have a smile on my face um but why you know on the way here I was trying to say why is that why am I doing that why do I keep finding myself in that position well If I wanted to just be really surface and, you know, tuck it away, I could go, oh, well, it's because I'm capable. But really, there's something else deeper down that is feeding this behavior. Because clearly, at the end of the day, that's not what's making me happy because I'm, like, frustrated by it, right? In fairness, I recognize that because I'm a recovering go-to girl. Uh (laughs) (laughs) True confessions. It's so much easier to see it in other people now that I'm out of that particular storm or that particular whatever and into another one, right? Um, It's like they recently found some skin cancer on my right temple, so I had to go in for the Mohs, and they take out a giant chunk, right? And they go back, and they, they scan it and check it to see if they've gotten every corner of the skin cancer and if not they go back and get another layer Mm -hmm. (laughs) they had to go back in twice for mine but at least they got it all i wish it was that easy right you know but it takes like that's just so easy like go in just remove it sometimes that like i wish we could surgically do it and it was an instant gratification but it's not i think it's those questions though like you're asking yourself that are so important you know someone recently said we need to quit asking why and ask what Mm. and I Mm -hmm. loved that simple statement so often we get stuck in the why is this happening to me why can't I ever do this why is everyone always counting on me for that right instead of that which is really a victim yes mentality we should ask what 
Mm. What am I doing that makes me yes. <laughs> seem as if I should be the go-to girl? What can I do to change this? What is the root right. of why I take on more than I should? Uh-huh. Agreed. And the funny thing is, is I've been really good at the boundaries, but then they snuck in in other ways. Like, so let's just say, you know, I figured out that one front that was really causing me to just say yes all the time and do all the things. So I had a strong boundary over there. Well, here they are sneaking in on the other side through a different way, right? Yes. Oh my gosh. That is such a great point. Because we do, we're like, we start to recognize it maybe in one specific relationship or in a job situation or a ministry. We we figure it out. We're like, oh, good. I'm going to put up my fence, you know, and yeah. open the gate when I want to and, and lock the gate when I'm, you know. Yes. And then before you know it, you realize, oh, crap, I forgot to build the fence all the way around me. I just put a fence up front. And I'm staring that way. <laughs> and people are coming in the backyard into the front. Um, yes. And that is what, that's why this is so important, what we're talking about today. That Instead of hiding and seeking, you know, seeking and finding. Because when we go there with God and really uncover and get down to the nitty gritty. Like, what's the root of that? Yeah. So like, then it blossoms from the inside out. Yeah. So I've been, you know, ramping up the frustration with all of the activities, if you will. And, you know, it kind of like hit a breaking point over the weekend or not even over the weekend, but just today. I'm just so done with all the messaging, all the things. And then on the way here, I was like, all right, God, I see this and I recognize this. Tell me wh- what, tell me where, tell me how. And so that means tonight or tomorrow, I will follow up. I'm just trying to give you guys how I do this. Yeah. I'm going to follow up journaling or um, more time with God, walking with God, just laying it all out there. So this is where you're saying seek and find versus hide and seek. Absolutely. And I think This is such a great example, and I'm just as guilty of this, and I I can't imagine that each of our listeners can't associate with this as well, but what happens when we haven't figured these things out at the core of our hearts is that we start leaking our emotions out onto everyone we come in contact with. Yeah. And that's why it's so important to have people that you can trust. Like I loved that you could come in and sit down and say all those things to me. Right. And right? you kept a pretty, pretty straight face. I was impressed. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't funny, but you know, I could say back to you, well, do you think you picked up a few more rocks in your wheelbarrow than Jesus called you to, right. you know, and ask the tough questions out of love. And you do the same for me. And, and I hope that y'all have somebody like that in your life. And, um, no doubt, you probably do have more rocks in your wheelbarrow uh, than the Lord has asked you to carry. I can almost guarantee you that because if you're a woman and you're listening, that's our nature. <laughs> uh, I love what I think it's Peter Scazzaro says, we can spend our entire lives never truly knowing ourselves. And in so doing that, we never truly know the Lord Mm, mm -hmm. because he has created us. And until we get to the bottom of ourselves. Yes. And, 
and lay all that out and work on we cannot truly have that totally just lay down in the field of daisies open heart full transparency vulnerability authenticity with god and he to live that in that communion with him yeah you know if you are listening to this today let me tell you a few ways you might see this playing out in your life you might see this in you had a friendship and that friendship didn't work out and so you have like you just see this in a friend cycle like um close friends are cycling through and you can't quite figure out why they don't go past a certain place the relationship does not that might be a place that you need to investigate maybe you were so over like church and how they wanted you to volunteer all the time and so you're like Mm -hmm. i'm not going to do that anymore no one's going to use me anymore but now you find yourself at the school six days a week and they're only open five days a week maybe that (laughs) is where you're that's a place you would investigate right the places that are making you exhausted and tired mine started a couple weeks ago when i well it started a couple weeks ago but last night i told my husband i'm so sick and tired of taking care of everybody else before i take care of myself and he looked at me and he said well then why do you do that (laughs) and that's a great question and i wanted to smack him yes (laughs) and i said i'm going to bed (laughs) (laughs) better than smacking right but what i mean really that is such just a great question to ask yourself today yeah why Why so why are you letting others do that why are you choosing to do that anyway we've left you with a lot of questions to ask yourself (laughs) hey and there's great counselors out there they can help you through this (laughs) right not us um but next week we are going to go a little bit deeper into this and talk about like true change and that fake versus um being authentically open to this oh this really hard work yeah the renovation (laughs) In the meantime, enjoy your week and thanks for joining us on The Center of the Saint.